Hello all, my name is Alice Vickery and you are listening to Dingbat Chat, a rather entertaining podcast where I try new, weird and wonderful things and then discuss how it went with an expert afterwards, usually when it's gone a little bit wrong. I can't believe it, but this is episode 10. Double digits, man. 10 weeks of new experiences. I am thrilled that it's been going so well and that you've all been enjoying the oral and visual elements of Alice Vickery. That means iTunes, Spotify, Instagram and Facebook. They are the places to follow and share for the full Dingbat experience. Punk. The genre of music never really felt I was born and bred on musical theatre, glam rock, disco, basically whatever BBC Radio 2's schedule was that week. And I didn't really feel like I was missing out. I would always eventually catch up with the latest trend, even though I was probably three years late by the time I got there. I even managed to escape my parents' closed opinions on rap and enjoy Nicki Minaj telling me about a young man's good form on a regular basis. But punk eluded me. I think I saw the fashion and the attitude in a negative light at a young age, which was an unfair judgement, but it never really changed, and I sort of forgot to look into it again. Then I stumbled across Catty out here in Melbourne, and we got chatting, and she mentioned that she was in a punk band. Now, the whole point of this podcast is that I try new things, whether or not it was something I was deliberately seeking out. So when I mentioned an interview when she invited me to come up on stage with Criminal Blonde and sing with them at their next gig... I was not going to refuse, and and yes, I may have looked a little bit awkward on stage, shuffling around in a woolly jumper, and yes, bad reputation probably doesn't need as much vibrato as I tried to give it, but damn it, I had fun. And when I looked into the crowd, I couldn't see a single fuck for anyone to give me. So without further ado, I give you Catty, Wild and Sunny Dial. Genuinely their real names, aren't they already stars? Otherwise known as Criminal Blonde in episode 10, Partial to punk. Right, so I'm back in the YHA hospital. I was going to say hospital then. Obviously, like, tells you a lot what I thought about my time here. Actually, you guys are my very first dual interview. Introduce yourself, ladies. Hey, I'm Sunny from Criminal Blonde. And I'm Carty from Criminal Blonde. Are you by any chance in the same band? Uh, look. I <laughs> Very happy about it, clearly. <laughs> it's debatable. <laughs> if you have to be, if you have to be working together, then I suppose so. I mean, obviously, what we're here to talk about is all about punk, right? Because you guys have started your band. How long have you been going for now? We've been together, what, like three months, four months, something like that. Pretty fresh, pretty fresh to the market, but you're already doing quite well. And we'll get on to all your successes later. But punk itself is something I've never really come across properly like it's never been a real big part of my life and I know back from my parents like my dad was into it quite a lot my mum did it for the fashion right she did it because she liked to wear paper clips and her earrings because it was so edgy um <laughs> but that's like that's my biggest involvement with it so like how did it come into your lives then oh uh, punk fell into my life when I was probably like 12 when I picked up a guitar um 
one of my best friends back home, she called me down to her house, uh, like ran down the street and Green Day was playing uh, their American Idiot album. Actually, they were on tour and I was just like fell in love with it. And then I started watching their videos and like lighting their shit on fire and just, like, all the energy on stage. I was like, fuck, yeah, I want to do that. Um, so that's, and then I just got into like the Ramones and the Sex Pistols and just a lot of like old seventies punk. And I was just like, fuck yeah, that's what I want to do. They've got a message to say and I want to do it. When I was about eight, I got into skateboarding and played a lot of Tony Hawk games. And the soundtrack to that is, you know, punk rock songs. So listening to those songs while skateboarding and stuff got me into punk rock and yeah, that's pretty much where it started. Pretty much it carried on that way. I mean, when you say sort of message... I feel like every genre of music has a USP, you know, like a unique selling point. And with punk, I I personally, I don't know. So, I mean, what would you say punk means to you? To me, punk is about being yourself, doing you, pretty much, yeah. I mean, it has so many different meanings to to everyone. Yeah, I I agree. It's... it's, um it's really just to me uh, punk was always like fuck the establishment like I'll do what I want and you're not gonna tell me what to do um and just what you like what you do to feel good about yourself and like own your own shit because you don't want to fall into the same trap of being like everyone else and that's what I love about the punk community and that mindset is just like I'm gonna do me and I'm not gonna conform and I I love that that's how I want to live. So, I mean, that fashion, that sense, comparing it to sort of 70s, 80s kind of thing, how would you say the sound, the fashion, all of that has changed from that? Obviously, you know, like a little bit of your history. Yeah, what would you say? Um, the fashion, I don't, I don't know that it's changed too terribly much. Like, mo- lots of black clothing, stud belts, those flannel pants that Sonny's wearing but I mean I suppose okay so the fashion is quite similar but the um the sound now sort of modern punk that people are releasing uh I think it's developed quite a lot like you take a band like Rise Against that they're they're very heavy punk and like their chord progressions are a bit more intricate than say like three chord punk songs that are like simple to play but it was more about the message to me than it was about the instrument itself so i think that's changed a fair bit but i still think it's the same base same premise and is that is that sort of that kind of sound is that the music that you try and follow with your own band i guess we're just trying to be ourselves and do what feels right to us i know that's corny Mm. but um for me personally like i get influenced by a band or a song but i'm not going to try and write something that's just like that i just want to take that and you know do what Carty and I like what how do we feel about that let's you know do it our way how do you guys write music together then because obviously like do one of you take the lyrics one of you take the music like how do you approach it we have a song called losing my mind and like Sunny wrote the first verse and I wrote the second verse we both just wrote on it but then you have close to me like we find like oh like I really like that rhythm or that riff and then we build on that there's a lot of building on each other and sort of taking it to the next place I mean that attitude, the punk attitude, as you said, of like being like, who gives a fuck? I'm going to do what I want anyway. When that comes to working in a partnership, how, how does that play across? Does it, does it interrupt? Is it a little bit hard sometimes? Well, lucky for us, we're usually on the same page. So we're very lucky like that. We, we just want people to get what we're doing and to relate. And that's what music's all about, isn't it? I mean, that attitude, I, I come back to it because 
I myself, I don't know if you've met me, but I would not say I am punk in any way whatsoever from my sort of impression of it and who I am. I just think I'm too uptight, to be honest with you. But I'm also relaxed. I'm a very complicated person, aren't we all? But that what the fuck attitude or, you know, just, just doing whatever you want. That I am. That I do do. Do you say that, you know, you try and implement that in how you talk to people and just walk around, live your life? Yeah, no, I generally walk around just being like, I'm just doing me. Like, I don't live my life for somebody else, so uh, it's not going to make me happy. So I just kind of do me, and if you like it, great. If you don't, you don't. (laughs) It's not really a worry to me. Um, But, yeah, I try to implement that. It's like, I find it's, like, the easiest way to live. So it's, like, very stress-free. It's it's a lot of effort being yourself. Do you see what I mean? In a society that doesn't tend to accept who you are, so have you found sort of punk and being part of that community has helped you sort of through that? Yeah, absolutely. But the funny thing in Melbourne, there's so many different punk scenes that I kind of feel good in different parts of the community. Explain to me, explain to me the different parts of the community because you are talking to an absolute novice here, so. Well, like in the Melbourne scene, um, there's the cross punks who are very hardcore, Um and then you've got like the queer community as well, which is a lot of the punk rock community is very queer, which is awesome. A lot of parts of the punk community that are just people doing music and just having a good time. And I feel like I fit in all of these parts of the community, if that makes sense. Yeah. In, your, in your own way, in your own niche. Yeah, I yeah, mean, absolutely. why would you say that punk music sort of attracts queer people? Like, what is it about punk that does that? Queer people have a lot of shit to say. I think punk and the, like punk rock and queer like that together that's um the same thing i think do you know what i mean like no we want to explain <laughs> that a little bit more that <laughs> you know like um punk rock could be about like standing up for what you believe in and fighting for your rights and yeah the queer community have been doing that for how many years like still to this day that sort of mutual level of understanding makes it a lot more accessible for people to feel like comfortable and willing to be themselves and that is what it's all about i mean what would you say makes punk... I feel like I've said punk about 20,000 times, but all music is trying to tell you something that all has its own vibe and stuff. Punk, specifically, what is it for you that it tells you that makes you not just into it, but want to create it yourself, you know? Because the roots of punk, it's about, like, standing for what you believe in and creating a community. And for me, I want to do the same thing. I know it's so different. It's 2019. It's very commercial. Uh, commercial. Um, it's different vibes. But I want to create like that sense of community. I think it's important more now than ever before. I mean, with things like Trump. Do you know what I mean? No offense. Yeah, poor Catty over here. She's too American for her. Good. <laughs> hey, hey, I was adopted by the Brits, okay? okay? Because of the amount of tea I drink and the digestive biscuits that I fucking eat. <laughs> And you like the grumpy weather, right? I do. The, the sun here is really harsh on my pasty-ass white skin. <laughs> it's, just, it's a bit much for me. Oh, it's true. But obviously, yeah, as you say, we will always have something to fight against. There will always be a reason to be annoyed because nothing is ever going to go everyone's way. It will go one way and it will annoy the rest. And usually it's the people that don't, I do this in air quotes, fit in, right? Now, obviously, like back in sort of 70s, 80s, when punk sort of became a thing but was it around that time yeah I know my shit well done Alice uh, <laughs> um, at the time it was a lot of it was, it's always going to be political and it was a lot of uh, war 
you know, like the Vietnam War and, and the Falklands. Would you say the aggression has changed? Because that is a stereotype that I think a lot of the punk sort of community gets labelled with. That, okay, so you don't want to fit in, so you're not fucking trying, so what are you doing here? You know? And they associate that all with aggression. I mean, do you think that's still there? And, like, how would you combat it kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I think it's still there, especially politically. Like, there's there's still... I don't think politics will ever stop being shit. Mm. It's just unfortunate but it's it's the reality of things it's the finding that sense of belonging and being like if you are like disenfranchised or like a misfit or you just really can't find your place and that's what the punk community is for and it's really just to like go and feel safe and feel like okay i'm different from everyone else but like at least i know i'm accepted here and it's just still like fuck the establishment like i'm not gonna be another clone of what you want it's exactly why i love punk music and why i like to write it that's that's a brilliant answer okay and that's what you guys are all about so now we'll come around to the bad we we've talked about the attitude we've talked about the politics would you believe we've had a particularly deep discussion on a saturday at 1 30 <laughs> getting very into it here um it's, but you two obviously we're here to talk about being in a band that's really really exciting and you're very very new very fresh but you're already doing some great things i mean how did you two meet in the first place um it's a funny story so i was actually um a drummer had messaged me on facebook and we went and we we jammed and we didn't um she was a phenomenal drummer phenomenal drummer it's just such a nice person we didn't quite i think meet musically um and she gave me the number of, of sunny here and she's like oh she's this girl's probably right up your alley and i was like oh fuck yeah so i messaged her and she ended up be i was like i looked at her photo and i was like damn she's probably in like 50 bands fuck all right fine i'll message her anyway she ended up not being <laughs> in like 50 bands which was great for me yeah. because i had been searching for a drummer for like the last 15 years okay. yeah yeah i've you know i've been playing for 15 years you know a lot of failed bands that yeah. just don't want to put in the same amount of effort or um just want to be famous overnight and that's not how it works so yeah we just went and i asked her if she wanted to like meet up and if she was interested in starting a band or just wanted to chat and we just we clicked instantly i mean we hit it off right off the bat see sunny's sitting there shaking her head looking at you in pure disgust no it's not true she's nodding and very very happy about it too so i mean obviously going from there get on your clicks right away that's brilliant how do you make that into a band how did that transition go a lot easier than expected <laughs> stop looking at me like that i'm not going to say anything bad <laughs> look it sounds like cliche but it it's just been so easy like it's not cliche that's not cliche know, that's like, hot that's like lucky bloody you like that's not cliche you're fucking meant to be we're just soulmates we're meant to be no nah, um it's it hasn't even like been difficult at all we've just clicked so well and um yeah as Kati was saying like you know she's been looking for the right people for 15 years um I have too and I've I actually took a break from music and um did say you know I'm going to come back at this time bigger and better and then at that time Kati appeared so it's like it really has worked out pretty well and oh my god I can't be more happier so you had your first gig what was it a few weeks ago May 5th was our first gig. I can't believe it's been... I can't believe uh, you remember that. I can't believe you remember it. Honestly, to be fair, I am... I have a great memory, but, like, when it comes to these dates and, like, 
she is just like, oh, yeah, we have like a gig this day at this time. I will get everything wrong. Brilliant. Well done. Like, congratulations. But you are speaking to the person who fell asleep in Starbucks when they were supposed to come and see your first. I have tried to see these girls in concert about four times now, three, four times. The fourth time I actually accomplished it. But the first one, I fell asleep in Starbucks, legit, for five hours. And they did not wake me until 10 o'clock when it was about to close. And I was like, that's half a day. That is half a day I've wasted and I've missed a gig. Their first gig. Not only am I a bad friend, I'm just a lazy ass person. Fantastic. After drinking a cup of coffee, it sent me to sleep. I'm like, Alice, you don't work right. Why don't you work right? What's wrong with you? you just blame Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks, yeah. They're the issue of the corporate machine. Fuck them all. <laughs> I'm getting into it now, right? I'm doing well. But that was your first one and it went really well, didn't it? Uh, yeah, actually, it went way better than expected. Um, I Nobody probably caught this on stage, but it, it had been almost a little over a year since I had properly played on stage and with a band. And I was like shitting myself on the stage. Like I literally, my mouth was just bone dry. That's why I was like guzzling water on stage. I was like, oh, pull your shit together. Um, but like, I lo- like after the first song, I was just like, okay, fuck it. I'm d- like, I've got this. All right. And um, like the end of the first song, I think we opened with Blitzkrieg Up. And um, I literally like I was standing there and I kind of felt my, my body just like, okay, let's drop. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. You're not out of the game yet. You're not getting knocked out in round one. We've got like 10 more rounds. Let's go. (laughs) And then we just like jumped right into the second song, which made it a lot easier. And then I was like, I felt like at home on stage. And then then it was just it was been so easy since then. And Sonny's always got my back on stage. So it's just a really good dynamic. You know, you've made that sort of first step now. What is your aim for the band? Criminal Blondes. I should say it more often. Criminal Blondes. Instagram. Do the social media. Yep. Right, right now I'm working on a new song um, for the bullshit law that just got passed for Alabama for about the abortion laws. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Um, yeah, so I'm working on a song right now. I'm trying to finish up the lyrics. And right now we uh, we're actually in the studio working on our EP. And hopefully that will be released in a few weeks when we finish it up, master it and everything. And so exciting. Are you excited? You're smiling more than I've ever seen you. That is very exciting. I mean, how how did you sort of think, why now? Like, why at this point? Because it's still quite early, isn't it, really? I mean, why not now? I mean, the songs are just, like, this is what we want to do. Like, the songs are just, like, cut, like, they're... I'll, like they're literally like word vomit I like cannot stop that I just keep writing and they're just coming out and we just keep I mean we're getting what at least a song a week done now maybe two sometimes um and yeah it's just we don't fuck around <laughs> no, no. and if you keep that message in mind then you're always gonna have something new to write about obviously this is what you say this is what you want to do is this like you want to be big or you just want to be heard? Uh, it's a bit of both for me. Like, I want to go as far as we can because the bigger we get, the more we can put a message out there and show other people, like, that are in the queer scene or just disenfranchised or just people who just don't feel like they fit in. Like, I just want to inspire other people to be like, hey, they, if they can do it, <clears throat> we can do it. Just so that the message can be spread as much as possible. So, I mean, obviously, tools is like a big part of it. And you were saying to me the other day, you've got 
the idea of maybe doing one in the future. I mean, what's uh, what's maybe happening there? Well, we're working on a tour. Yeah, at the moment we are very DIY. Like, um, we're booking our own shows, booking our own tours, doing our own music videos soon. Like, it's all, like, just us, which is really cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've I've been teaching myself how to manage bands and for years so everything we're doing is completely self-taught and us just trying to do what's best we have some big plans for next year but i think um now we're just going to play as much as we can um tour later in the year get some music videos out get the ep out um and just don't stop writing you are the music version of basically what i'm doing you know, this is me trying to get my foot in the door, basically. This podcast is me trying to take a step in the right direction. And I do it all myself. And I edit it all myself. And I post all myself. And it's like yesterday, I forgot to do an Instagram story. And I was like, God damn it, Alice. This is your job. This is your step in the career. You've got to do that shit every day. That's what it's about. That is, it's that commitment. And, and it's finding that motivation. And I can see you guys are so eager for it. And it's so... I'm, I'm excited to see where you go and what happens... To you, I'll be there, standing in the crowd, or like willing to go up on stage. Okay, so now we come to the to the experience side of things. You saw me up on stage. You saw what a little fucking mess I was in my woolly jumper. Are you? Ju- it's because I wore an inappropriate top, and I was like, I can't get my tits out on stage because that is what it will basically look like. I mean, to be fair, we almost all stripped that yeah. night. Yeah, like, <laughs> legit. Like they were shouting out to the audience. They had their shit ready. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. so how did it feel being pulled up on stage by us? I, like, I, I knew it was going to come up. I knew that it was going to happen, and I was really looking forward to it. I like bad re- reputation. I don't know all the words. I don't know if you could tell me mumbling into the microphone, hoping for the best. <laughs> but I really loved it, because I like being up on stage. It's why I feel natural. But it felt very... When I say I'm uptight, I don't mean that I don't know how to let myself go because believe me, I do. And I loved it. I loved coming up there and sort of being there with you and you're singing into the microphone and you're like strumming your guitar and you're beating away at the back. I fucking loved it. That sounded dirty. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but I know for a fact that I was dancing like a dad at a wedding. Like I know exactly that's how I was moving. So I mean, what would you say? Like how did I do in your, in your opinions? I mean, you saw it from behind, so... Dude, I, I just love how much fun you were having. And that made me so happy. Like, I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, oh, you're the best. Were you even drunk? Were you sober? I, I, like, by that point, I'm fairly certain I was a beer deep. And that was about it. I mean, they do still call me one sip Alice. So that sort of tells you exactly what I'm like. Um, I mean, and, and you, you saw me from across the stage. You saw my face and probably the sweat dripping down it. It's just about you guys having fun like you don't even have to sing as long as like we just want to get people up on stage and like partying with us on stage and jumping around like they would down in like the pit doing that which is really the end game is just to like connect with everyone and you guys have fun so that's really it I mean I'll cover you with the lyrics if I even remember them (laughs) (laughs) so you you wouldn't say then I'm too much of a ding bat when it comes to punk I mean I don't think I entirely get it but I understand the attitude and what it's about, and I respect that. And I feel like that's the main thing, isn't it, really? If you can be at a gig and, and, and get involved, then that's all that matters, really. Yeah. yeah, and you have a good time, that's rad. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's all I care about, and I completely appreciate it. I thought you guys sounded absolutely sick. I mean, the confidence you had up on stage, considering that was like your fifth, fifth gig, yeah. it's ridiculous. 
was so impressed and you could tell the audience they were all loving it as well am i am i am i punk cassie <laughs> <laughs> i mean punk's what you want it to be so ah, good answer good answer you're gonna make me feel good well, well done guys and thank you so much you've been absolutely brilliant and rock on i oh alice no, jesus christ okay what do i say what's like a sign out what's like a cool way of signing out you can tell i'm really natural <laughs> at this right thanks guys bye dun, 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 so it turns out my attitude isn't too far off and talking to sunny and catty it feels like a great attitude to have I'm really too fickle to be devoted to any particular genre or style for too long, but it's lovely to think I have a bit of punk in me, so if I ever need to go against any establishment of some kind, I am sorted. Well, episode 10, what an achievement. I'm going to bring this attitude into my life properly this week and do something for me each day, whatever the result. I would keep up with that one on Instagram if I were you. And make sure you keep an eye out on Criminal Blonde because these ladies are breaking into the scene pretty fast. Have a week as lovely as yourselves, listeners, and get ready for episode 11, Heating Up at Hot Yoga. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun.